because I may have called a super badass jujitsu superstar by the wrong name, comma, I've heard more about the Paul brothers than I have that a certain member of the Stockton gang is fighting, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting is not really as difficult as moving. I'm going to outline it again. If they were like, you can move or you could do an MMA fight with Francis Ngannou, I would really have to think about it. And, and the second part is like, well, Francis Ngannou is going to kill me in a minute. This takes months. <laughs> it's time for Verbal Tap. I'm your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Mr. Esparza, who's been moving. How are you, sir? I'm all right, and thank you all for working around all of our moving schedules. We promise to only do it as few times as possible. Nobody likes moving. It's nice we did it together. We could have coordinated a scotch better and done it on the same weekend, but lazy asshole one and lazy asshole two, we just couldn't quite get the mortgage, the real estate broker, and 400 other people lined up. That was our bad. I don't know if yours was similar in this realm, but my move was very much in the realm of Oh, we're going now? Are you ready? Oh, we should move. Okay, yeah, we should we should get everything in a box now. Okay. And then it became also, as I was boxing up shit, uh, watching fights, and it's very hard to watch fights and box up shit because you end up watching more of the fights than you are boxing up. So at one point, my wife did say something to the effect of, did you see where we put some of my famous shoes or the ones that I really, really like? And I go, oh... You go mm-hmm. over to the box and it's labeled mm-hmm. camp like 2827. It's like, shit, where did I put in this box? <laughs> Why was I taking notes on the round anyway? <laughs> what can you do? Well, I'll tell you this much. There was definitely a moment where we thought we gave it to a goodwill. And I said, um, I can't tell you that we didn't donate those shoes. Spoiler alert, everybody. They showed up. I gave Did mine, not make a mistake. I gave mine to a good Tony. It's a different service. She's That's just fair. as helpful. Uh do you want to introduce the guest before? Because we can dive into at least both of my stories, but especially yes. the first one, which is I really think I called him Liera, but yeah. there's a little teaser in the business. Introduce right. your uh, real waste. Uh, you really went th- through the earth oh, for this up. guest, by the way. <laughs> I want to point this out. This guest, you've seen him. You have heard him on the Grappling Hour Fight Companion podcast. And Again, this is an over-under week, which means we will get to the picking portion of UFC 263. However, some people may not know this because I comb through those polls that we put up on the Verbal Tap site. I needed somebody who looks like they might not be a threat to Kevin, but whose consistency on their voting record isn't bad. And I've seen this man. He hasn't won one of our poll or fight polls but i do see him get a lot of picks correct and he is not afraid to put those picks out there and it made me say you know what if this guy is a fellow podcaster as well he puts fight picks out there i think i should bring him to kevin and see if kevin can crush him or not so ladies and gentlemen please welcome the host of the shoot podcast one Giancarlo, or as we all know him g baby g baby how are you doing sir Thank you, thank you. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride when it comes to the fight picks, I mean, but I appreciate that. You that. didn't know any of that before I even opened my mouth, so that should all just be icing on the cake, so shut up, because for all you know, you just didn't win, but you're in the conversation, and I do I pay attention. That. Yeah, I'm doing great. I appreciate you like, you know, giving me that plug. That, that really means a lot, especially from you, Raph, because you're like the older brother that I knew. 
that I never, I, that I never knew I needed. So oh, thank okay. you. And it's <laughs> a pleasure, Mom Kevin Phillips. <laughs> what happened? But okay, I'm glad that's the case. Yeah, that got very confusing very quickly. I, I, what I do know is this: is that when I say I, I look at these picks and I pay attention to who is doing well. There are some days where I go, man, G-Baby didn't win, but that's 8 out of 12. That's not bad. That's a pretty good grade for all things considered. And especially when you see on our lists, we have some famous friends. And I've been stamping ass. I've just been and putting yeah, it down. We're being really honest. <laughs> so, G-Baby, we're going to come to asking you a question about the Paul brother. But first, Kevin this weekend had an interaction that he texted me that when I read it actually made me really nervous to hear the full story. Kevin, do you mind telling us what you sent me? I'm driving to go get my hair cut. The lady requested I get like a shorter faux hawk. I was really starting to grow it out, which footnote Ralph is coming. This okay. fall, I think when my son born, I'm just going to grow my hair out again. Um, and props, Mr. Juan Carlo, your hair looked excellent when we saw him on air. Likewise. We saw him. Over the phone, uh, over the computer. <laughs> he looks fantastic. I was driving to look fantastic. And I was mm -hmm. with my wife. We were going to, she was going to go continue to pack up our, our old loft as I was getting my hair cut. And someone zips, zips out into the busy intersection in Denver, Colorado. And he looks pretty athletic and nimble on the board. So I didn't think much of it. But she's like, don't hit that moron. As he just like swifts past us. It was like, well, I didn't. So big win. I go, I'm getting my hair cut. We are, and this is just a little footnote, right next to a place called Logos <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu. We're really close. It's right by my loft. Downtown Denver, five points, Rhino. A mile from the stadium. I live a dope life. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm getting a high fade faux hawk done. When a very familiar face that I'm like, you know, I think that motherfucker mastered the spider guard at one point. This guy really, that guy looks like someone I've watched a long time in a gi training and thought, whew, it was none other than, of course, Raph, as you mm. pointed out, Michael Liera. Mm. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. I'm pretty sure I yelled Liera, and he, because he was popping his head in to talk to my ex barber, my barber. <laughs> it's ex-barber shop is what it's called I'm not divorcing him I'm gonna drive oh, that got really weird very quickly I should say like, it's I barber ex and I was like oh that's my ex-barber and it's like oh, no he does dope work I'll be back <laughs> I love you John he does jujitsu he's a um, something belt over now he trains at Logos the person popping their head in Michael Liera was just like yelling at my barber not like loudly just like hey you going it was like very short. He's like, yeah, I got a few more people to cut me and then I'll, I'll be there. I was like, what? And that's when I'm pretty sure I yelled Liera. And there's only well, a somewhat chance I yelled something different. We'll get to the yeah. text message that was sent on Facebook yeah, please, to rap. Yes. What did you send me? Well, first I engaged him for a minute and I was like, I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting to see a jujitsu world champion march to the door. What would you say? Gee, baby, if uh, you, somebody popped in the door, all of a sudden you weren't expecting it. What's your Just line? Just yell pojada. Oh, that's better. Smart choice. Yeah. It's already better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I'm going to have to rally to talk shit on you, but I, just quick, 
omission, that's better. I could have yelled so many things, but I was so taken aback. He pops his head and he's like, you do jujitsu? I was like, yeah. And from there on, no more name situations. I was like, but I, you know, I said, I've interviewed you. So is Raph Asparza. I did get your name, Raph. Thank it was you. almost like almost my jefe. Uh, shit. What's his name? Um, I was like, from the Grappling Hour Verbal Tap podcast, you know, us. he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And he even he was like, Jiu-Jitsu World Expo. I was like, sure. Yeah, we were there. We all talked then. That oh, did wow. happen. <laughs> so he seemed to have pretty good acknowledgement and certainly uh, acknowledgement of the grappling hour. Really, He made it. Yeah, well, some of us did. Really interesting, <laughs> dude. And we just had like a quick interaction. It's not long. He's like, come train at the gym. I was like, absolutely. You know, I'm in the middle of a move and I will be. He's like, come he could hear like the excuse train getting started. Oh, and he just no. like black belted me immediately. It was like, yep. come <laughs> train. It was like, will do. So now I'm like on the hook and I think I'm going to see him again. I mean, back to the person who skateboarded past us, same shirt. When I say he skateboarded past us on the road, he was like a mile up. The man is quick on a skateboard, just zipping all the way the fuck around downtown Denver. Nearly killed him with my truck, except. I think my truck got lucky. We might have gotten heel tr- like truck hooked. I don't know what's the. <laughs> you might have like popped a tire on the back right, but like don't mess with me again. So I think I got lucky in the interaction, and I'm really glad I didn't hunk or like do anything like fuck you because <laughs> there's a moment when it's like you need to be very careful if there's jujitsu world champions just skateboarding around. That that is not uh, something you're normally prepared for. I texted Raph as I exited the bar immediately. I, I'm like Raph, I just saw, and this is the message. Of, hey, just saw Leo Vieira, of course, of Logos and Atos right by the gym. Crazy, didn't expect it. And Raph's like, wait, you saw who? Because Raph, go through what was going through your head. You're yeah, okay. You send me a note that says, "Hey, just talk to Leo Vieira." And I think, what's Leo doing in Colorado or Denver? Like that doesn't make any sense. And he goes, "Oh, of uh, Atos, you know, Logos." And I go, "Hold on, this is problematic for two reasons. One, what the fuck is he doing there? And two, when did he leave Checkmat? Cue me so, like two months ago, being like, Michael Lear's gym's almost open, man. It's right by my place." <laughs> I was so excited. So Rav's like, I think I, I think you don't know what the fuck you're saying. Just, it's very rare that you'll see a fact checker interject themselves into reality and go, no, no, no. Before this happens, before the fact is wrong, let me just tell you, no, and, that is not what's happening. And now to make this like an episode of Seinfeld, G baby, I don't know what the fuck I said. I don't know if I yelled Leo Vieira at him and he's like that stupid moron like that white belt. I don't know what I yelled. I think it was Liera. I don't know. I knew it's who he Denver. was. Oh. I can yell anything in Denver. It's all good. Okay, but G baby, you might have some good advice for this. Kevin, like you, does enjoy some recreational fun. Okay. I enjoy Do medical fun, think? Raph. I have a license. Don't take this away from me. You shortchanging son of... Do you think of- that Kevin can get away with having some medical fun as an excuse on that one? Oh, 100%, man. I use it for as an excuse for everything in life. <laughs> you want to go any deeper? 
because that didn't make me feel better. Just so you know, <laughs> I don't want to use well, that. I, I want to the high rollers last week. At, no, like two two weeks ago, I think, like a couple of weeks ago. It's and my destiny. I lost, and I could be like, "Hey, it's the weed." It's my only return to competition that's possible at this point <laughs> is the high rollers event. It's the only okay, thing that motivates let me, me. Let me also bring this up because I did see that match. And I want to tell you something real quick here, G-Baby. I'm glad you did it. I'm happy you were there. I will tell you, buggy chokes, not the funnest. What? <laughs> Don't lock it until you, you get choked out by one because this was a kid, Kev, from Autos. And... I'll be damned, G-Baby, if that guy didn't do the same thing to one of my good friends after you. So <laughs> cut to me, super double pissed, when <laughs> I'm watching it at home and I go, ah, oh, G-Baby, ah, that sucks. All right. All right, let's go, Elliot. Oh, fuck, him too? <laughs> the exact same move. So this one dude literally made my day. And I'm not saying it's more important than yours, but he definitely impacted Two of my friends who do not know each other with the exact same move. And I thought, this is clearly an affront to me. Yeah. That's really what it is. I was so frustrated. I'm not going to lie. I was so angry with myself because I got out of it the first time. And the second time, I was just like, no, nah, I'm not respecting this. And then I'm like, oh, I should respect this. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. And I, I had to applaud you because I go, you know what, G-Baby is going at this a little more gangster than I thought he would because I go, he literally said, put it back on, bitch. Let's see what yeah. happens. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was a bad choice. Yeah, it was. But I respect, like, you know, I look back at it and I was like, okay, you know, back to the drawing board, but I'm never going to go on side control again. I'm just going to go straight to leg locks. <laughs> like the Ted Planet guy that I am. I mean, here's the good news. I think that going into it, you had such an outpouring of people from your community, from your group, who were all helping you get ready for it. So you were on cloud nine just getting to there and then getting to compete for such a long time where all of us were not able to. So in that proxy, I was very happy for you. Thank you, Raph. Uh Having said that, though, you're the guy that watched a Paul brother thing this weekend. Do I need to go look at my poll to figure out if you actually purchased it? You don't nope, have to I do didn't. Okay, that's good. But you did <laughs> see it. Yes. Okay, we'll leave the... I saw people defending the $50 price tag and wanted to get really angry about it. It was like, are you joking for this $50? Like, they're going to get paid all the way because there's enough people doing it, honestly. But I don't have that same, like, these fighters aren't making any money. It's like, they are. They are making way too so much money. To do whatever this was. So whereas I would normally be on the we judge him train, I'm yeah. off the we judge him train on this one. <laughs> well, I am on whatever the opposite of that is. Some context here. The first is it is a little suspect when you watch that fight. And I didn't. But I saw clips. <laughs> and one of the clips is where Mayweather looks like he knocks him out and then catches him and goes, yo, dog, get back up. We got to finish this, man. Like, <laughs> Stop fucking playing. The second thing I'm going to tell you is we put up several polls, Kevin, and I want to give you the answers to these polls. They might shock you with the results. <laughs> the first one is in a group of people that we asked and we said, did you watch it or hell no? 70% said, hell no, they did not watch it. 30% said they did watch it. Okay, here's a bigger one. We asked people if this was a legit match or 
if it was a work, otherwise known as a pro wrestling fake outcome or predetermined outcome, if you would. Kevin, 76% said work. 24% said legit. I have denoted those 24%. Did just you by so chance get back. any Hillary Clinton polls on this one just to see how she's doing <laughs> for me? Is this going to end with me just hearing about the fights? This is the last one I will read. Kevin, either. you're not going to believe it. 64% of independents say they would consider. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> We've also got the poll that will tell us who they're going to vote for in 2024. But here we go. This is the last one. This one says, also admit it. Did you buy that boxing pay-per-view? <laughs> Kevin, I shit you not. 98% said, quote unquote stream i don't know about that i just i don't i feel that feels like i'm gonna put a little uh data i feel like people are gonna be proud about that well here's what at I'm least 30 percent oh. of them have to be kind of lying 20 you mean 24 percent of them are like yeah i'd pay for it i mean i didn't like yeah. fuck you there's I mean, i like the idea that some answered most of the questions and some didn't but <laughs> All right. What's unfortunate for these people that they don't know is uh, on the thriller, the last time or the thriller that they had where they said, hey, we'll let you turn yourselves in. We've taken everybody's screenshotted names. So we're going to send that to Showtime pay-per-view for the people who quote unquote <laughs> screamed it. Anyway, G-Baby, you watched it in whatever channel you did. But my question to you is this. Yeah. Can you describe the shit show in less than one minute? I give you the floor, sir. Thank you. It's like a person that took a month of kickboxing classes sparring with a pro athlete. That That's it? That's it. Oh, okay. It was under a minute, so I was like, okay, let me make this like less than a minute. How much did the person taking kickboxing classes make? Oh, well, not, not nearly know. as much as Logan Paul. <laughs> Can I take... But it just... It feels um, like it was pitched as... Hey, you're going to get to see the best boxer in theory in his era take mm -hmm. on somebody who's been super lippy and isn't that good. And oh, the narrative oh, oh. leaving it mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. that they went eight rounds mm -hmm. and that Logan Paul in general kind of stood his ground. I'm mm -hmm. angered by the fact that I know his name. It's no longer <laughs> just a Paul. I'm angered a little bit bro. by the fact that I've lost yet Don't another you gig <laughs> uh, to Jesus and Mero on the fight corner now, which that I one, it was know. like, oh, I mean, you guys are great. You're crushing it. You're clearly the gold standard and what we're talking about. But wait, how'd you is this? It's a showtime thing. And that's why they're next level. The brand but is Kev strong and I love the brand. But I did. It was just like a little bit like, well, Raph and I have really been working on this fight stuff. For real. Like, don't you feel the most okay. insulted that they bring them into it? Because it wasn't insult. It was pure shit. jealousy. It was pure <laughs> angry, bitter, immature jealousy. It was like, well, obviously, I'm not, I'm not on their current fame. Okay, level. okay. Let, let's but that was just this. my particular. You go ahead. On the real side, though, if it was legitimate, G Baby. What is your argument for it being legitimate? You know, to tell you the truth, I think it's also the size difference. I feel like it does have like a lot 
to do with like Logan Paul not really getting knocked out by Mayweather. Okay. And also, I feel that because I feel I think that Logan Paul actually had to like cut weight for that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but I, I think he's just a better boxer than Conor McGregor, man. <laughs> <laughs> With that, that fucking post up, and I almost it, it made me really reconsider putting you on this show. And <laughs> I know the fight MMA math that you are doing here, and I said, okay, I accept it. <laughs> what is devastating about this is this. I had some of my friends who, when they saw how much money was on the line for the sports book for Floyd to potentially take a dive, they go, oh, he's going to take a dive. Damn. I told them, no, worse. He's going to legitimize the Paul brother mm-hmm. by letting him make it like 100%. Rocky. And that's what we saw, which is now people are like, well, hey, hats off to him. And I was like, don't do that. <laughs> don't look at those compu strikes. It's one of the few times in boxing they go, you know what? Insignificant strikes score. Nope. Don't <laughs> feel like telling you what strikes actually landed. We're going to tell you the ones that didn't at all matter. It is unfortunate. I think that people enjoyed it and I do not know that I can share that sentiment because even those clips, I had a field day of laughing at people who really enjoyed it. And um, I don't know, Kev. Kev, anyway, that's some stuff that we needed to get to. G-Baby, tell us a little bit about your podcast. What is the show? What do you do on it? So uh, I have this YouTube live podcast called The Shoot. It was originally, I was like doing it solo, but then uh, a friend of mine who is the lead singer of this band called Man High, who's a huge fight fan, uh, got me the hookup with this studio to do it live on YouTube. And he's my co-host now. All we do is just really like, can I curse here? Yeah. Okay. All we do is uh, shoot the shit and just talk about fights. Uh, it's mostly like an MMA comedy podcast that uh, it's a little bit more raunchier than you guys. Uh, but, and, you know, because I respect you guys, too, as uh, the forefathers of MMA comedy, of course. Oh, God. <laughs> he just um, means less sophistication, by I the know. way, by raunchier. Because I, I have talked about sucking several... I'm not... No. You know what? Go on. <laughs> nah, give me the shoot. Along. I'm going to give the the swallow. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> you talk. You know what's funny, Kevin? I used to live in downtown Denver a couple of years ago. That is hilarious but we did when did you leave when did you leave 20 i think 2017 or 28 no 2019 just missed each other damn can we just double check here and make sure that kevin didn't like tony stark you and then like you became an evil villain just because of one bad interaction with kevin like that's not what happened there right (laughs) i don't know i don't remember okay it was probably a customer where were you living (laughs) where were you living uh 15th and wincoop oh Wine coop, I think, but I like add a little wind to it. I'm in. And yeah. uh, why Denver? Were you how long were you here versus when did you move back to? Because you're in LA, right? No, no, no he's I'm in, not in LA. Uh, Albuquerque. Oh shit! You're, so you're in the cheaper LA where they film the movies. Yeah, yep. no, I know Albuquerque. Hell <laughs> yeah! So Kev, this is maybe a moment that I need to break to you. He trains with Nate Harris, doesn't he? He does, but uh, <laughs> that one. That one shouldn't upset you as much as the one I'm about to name. It did. 
it's not just oh i fucking know what you're about to say and i it is uh, the original crush of the show kevin original and and still (laughs) one carlos condit g baby i saw that you've been reposted by both condit and gary tone and within the past few days oh yeah with my memes That's an illustrious audience. I have an irrational love for Carlos Condit that dates back to he was my first MMA crush. I was like, I love this guy. And all I saw was like multiple videos of him being like, I fight and I shoot guns. I was like, I've heard enough. (laughs) Let's do this. (laughs) That was my sense. It was always like, uh, it's been a recurring joke, so of course yep. you're part of the 10P, as you mentioned, mafia down there in Albuquerque. Which so, what can you tell us about Carlos Condit that we might not know, just from the sidelines? He's actually really hilarious, man. He uh, and it's funny because he doesn't really show that in his like interviews or anything because he seemed really serious, but the guy is really like. He has a really like sick sense of humor. He has a very dark sense of humor. <laughs> His old PR guy used to not let him be funny. There was a rule. That's very had. true. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, uh, his old PR guy. Well, we can break code now. I think the uh, the statute of limitations are off on this one. The his email we PR got guy. was "Don't be <laughs> dicks." Like it was pretty. No, uh, G baby. Just to show you how things have changed, our original tell from his PR guy was we had eight minutes with them. Now, this is after we had met him in person, already had an interview that probably was longer than eight minutes. And we're like, hey, would you mind coming on the show? And he got it from the very onset. And so to kind of support what you're saying, we said, hey, the bit here is that Kevin has a crush on you. And he goes, oh, got it. No problem, man. (laughs) Does it, crushes it. It's very funny. So when I say, hey, would you come on the show? We have a 50th episode, and we'd love to have you commemorate that 50th episode. He goes, yeah, dude, come on, just um, get in touch with my guy, man. Like, totally, I would love to. Let's do it. We get in touch with this PR guy, and he goes, you have eight minutes with him. And I swear to you, G-Baby, that got ducked down from maybe 12 minutes. And every time we reconfirm, just to be like, oh, hey, are we on for tomorrow? Yeah, ref. Nine minutes. Oh, okay. Well, did we lose time just by reconfirming? That seems unfair. (laughs) So, anyway. What I would tell you is this, G-Baby. You are going to have to talk some trash. You're a pro wrestling fan. I trust in you and your ability to be a heel. But every good heel needs to have some motivation. So do you have questions that you would like to ask Kevin right now that would give you some heel character-infused promo ability? Also, uh, Kevin and I have like a feud going on. Oh, well, once you go to over under Kevin, you Not have yet. to feud with him. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but the that's, clock's that's the ticking rule. before the cage door closes, kind of. <laughs> All right, Kevin, uh, what do you do other than this podcast? It's really hard to say. <laughs> Hand jobs. What do you got? What are you offering? Um, I have a few jobs, sir. I do incident management for a very large telecommunications company, and I teach... I don't even want to name the class or the institution. I'm a teacher. I teach a at a higher education learning institution, and I teach about you. Um, again, I don't want to exactly name it after things that have been said on my comedy MMA podcast. But I'll suffice it to say, 
um, I and Raf, whom is a member of the show, are educated to be teachers at a lot of places. Okay, okay. Despite what has been said at open mics or stages. Sure. Okay, okay. And another question is, uh, what is what are your favorite hobbies? Oh, my favorite hobbies. Well, I'm going to skip past. <laughs> I'm just going to go from professional questions to... What do you like to do when you're unplugged? I'm going to lie to you, by the way. I'm not going to tell you my coolest hobby. <laughs> you haven't earned it. We'll see how the <laughs> podcast goes. Okay, okay. But in my semi-regular time, I'm about to take a long-ass RV trip out to the beach in Florida. So I enjoy long road trips and semi-rural camping. That's romantic. Thank you. I do several things pertaining to live comedy that you'd have to call a hobby currently <laughs> due to the lack of pay and who raf what else mm. isaiah writes, should, go ahead you should probably also know that g baby is a comedian oh cool well then you know the pain of an open mic especially open. at the voodoo comedy lounge <laughs> it God. used to be the voodoo comedy lounge wow that brings back some serious memories <laughs> yeah. um the Voodoo so Comedy Baby. Lounge is where I had a chair thrown at me at the end of an oh, open mic right. once. There was a lot of four-minute sets that people were doing, and I had never seen that before. I'd come from D.C. where I'm, like, hosting open mics from downtown. We're doing, like, you know, doing a little bit of stuff that, that people would consider impressive. And I'm here, and they're like, you have four minutes, and you're 38th. It's like, I'm sorry, how many people are going tonight? How long are you subjecting to anyone? Is this like a marathon open mic? Are we doing this till 4 a.m. for some sort of charity? Something <laughs> happened, and someone got really upset around number 34 and threw a chair at the audience, which, frankly, wouldn't have even registered in my D.C. years. <laughs> That's hilarious. The Voodoo Comedy Lounge. If you're into ironic titles, you should go catch a show there. For sure. Gee, baby, we have time for you to ask one last question that will inform how you talk trash to Kevin during the game of Over Under Kevin. Okay, okay. Hmm. Uh, what, what's your uh, belt in jiu-jitsu? It is a purple belt, but I feel like it's honorary at this point. I would say <laughs> I'm a clever and aged blue belt that has the ability to get back there. And that gets me back to Raf. June 28th is when Isaiah's gym opens eight minutes south of me. Hey, that's a good day. Yeah. I'm just going to say it's a very good day. Why? What's your deal with June 28th? I'm just it's, my, it's my birthday, you dick. I thought you would know that I by was now. Actually, there wasn't until he announced the day that I was like, should I invite Raph? I mean, it's going to be his fucking birthday. Like, I'm not trying to get murdered by my friend on Isaiah, on his birthday, but like maybe it's a gift for everyone. That's true. Right? It, it is hard to explain down. to people where I, I get go, to pass out just trying to pass your guard, and that's fun. It's like, does that count as a submission? It's like, yeah. He was legally hospitalized for three days. It counts. I think the the worst scenario that we've talked about occasionally on the show is, yeah, Kevin's taken a lengthy, lengthy hiatus from jujitsu, but I think there's nothing more crushing to me that if Kevin is taken. just destroying me when we roll again, I'm going to be like, what the fuck was that for? Why am I so bad at this? This makes no sense. I've had 
almost seven years unchallenged to just do my shit, and I have not gotten better. <laughs> anyway, G-Baby, here's what you need to know. We're going to transition to the game of Over Under Kevin. So this friendship that you have made with Kevin, yeah, it ends right now. Okay, okay. As we transition to the game of over and well, don't do the sound cue. I wasn't done. Well, I, I thought you were. I thought it was a perfect thing. Is his no, like, no, you don't thing. go off the guest, you go off of me. Do you want me to rewind it now? It kind of sounds awesome. I, no, no, I guess that's talking over it. I guess, <laughs> anyway, listen, ladies and gentlemen, go. boys and girls, shut up. What and did let you me want? Home. God damn it. You, what's the cue here? You're not fighting with me on this, you're fighting with him. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, I admit, that was me. Go on. No, that was clearly, it was, it was an ambush. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Rafa Sparza. I host this portion of the show. It is a game that we like to call on the show Over Under Kevin. The way it works is very simple. For the upcoming UFC card, we go through every single fight, but we do it randomized. And although we give 15 seconds for each participant to say who they think is going to win each fight, what we do really count more is who talks the better amount of trash. Although technically, whoever gets the most picks right is actually correct. Nonetheless, them's the rules. If I so deem it, I will give each other person 15 seconds to say some sort of rebuttal if I deem it. Gentlemen, do you understand the rules? Kevin, do you understand the rules? I got a haircut. I definitely okay. remember someone mentioning that there were rules once upon a time. I can neither confirm or deny <laughs> if I understand what you're talking about. Thank and you. neither G- can my lawyer, Leo Vieira, which is who I was <laughs> referencing, obviously, just, when I was talking to Michael Liera. There's nothing better than you shortening his name on this show, by the way. If people want to go back and listen to it 20 minutes ago where you're like, Liera. And it's basically just taking Leo and Vieira into one name. I'm trying to thought- get in people's psyche. <laughs> so everyone's like, well, what? Did I- wait, Kevin couldn't fucking figure out who Michael Vieira was. And it's like, wait. <laughs> Shit. Now I'm completely gone. That's my goal. So fair enough. G baby, do you understand the rules? Yes. And just like Philip, <laughs> Kevin Phillips, I also got a haircut. And just like my PR person told me, I'll probably shorten it to nine seconds. Okay. We're going to work on that one. All right. Yeah. Here's what we're going to say. We'll work. We're going to start right like on <laughs> beginning of what could be. An exciting night of fights. Kevin, you're going to start us off. I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock. And you are going to tell me who you think is going to win in the lightweight bout between Frank Camacho and Matt Frevola. Go. This is difficult because my first instinct was, wasn't Matt Frivola on Tough 17? And that's when I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I think you've gone into the Tough 17 darkness again. Yeah. I'm going to go with Matt Frivola because I loved him in the Ultimate Fighter 17. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let's go with G-Baby. G-Baby, what do you got on this one? Camacho or Frivola? I'm going to go with Camacho just because I like his last name. Is that because he has a storied fight last name? Yeah, Hector Camacho. Macho Camacho, man. Puerto Rican boxer. It's a can, good luck last name. Can I tack on to your choice? G baby, because I want. And by the way, I named him just G baby. I named myself K Daddy in this, and it already had <laughs> with the over under. It should really take on a life of its own. Internet tag wise, Camacho has an aggressive rib tattoo that I do think worries me. 
<laughs> Can you describe what it is? Because I don't think people are looking at it. <laughs> it kind of looks like a barbed wire chainsaw going across oh. his rib, but I can't zoom in. <laughs> UFC's like, no. <laughs> All right, G-Baby, you're going to go on this one next. It is a light heavyweight bout between Eric Anders, friend of the show, and Darren Stewart. Go. I'm going to go with uh, Eric Anders. Uh, He has a one-inch reach advantage, and I feel like he has the experience on him. Okay. Okay. Kevin, you go next, 15. Well, I can't go against friend of the show, Anders. Wait, who was friend of the show? Eric Anders is kind of like a bi-proxy friend. Like <laughs> he knows that we, we like... exist. He's not like somebody who I don't. He might. I don't think he listens. But if he did, it is very helpful to say friend of the show. L- love it. Cool. So I was in. I just ruined the whole point of that. So I'm doing Anders. Thank you, friend of the show, Ref. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't prove he's not. We're going next to a welterweight bout that I think we've been waiting to see-ish. And it's a welterweight bout between Damian Maya and one Bilal Muhammad. Kevin, you first. Okay. I've been on a tear lately. I wanna, I'm want i trying to preface this before I say it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet where I put my, my mouth here. And this one I had already eyed on FanDuel in mm-hmm. case our podcast swayed the line. I didn't want it mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So I'm going with Muhammad. And for those people that are like, you've been setting a fire on the house of jujitsu lately. Just remember my Jacare <laughs> choice and yeah. go fuck yourselves. I've been watching the movie Goodfellas. I'm ready. I'm going to with Muhammad. Fair, Kevin is also just barely remembering the people who are in jujitsu as just jujitsu <laughs> people. So there is a little bit of a track record that could just be dementia. But we're laughing at it. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> it hasn't been Everybody. seven years. There's been some <laughs> inflammatory comments on this podcast. <laughs> some of us tried to make a triumphant return in 2016, 2018, and parts of 2019. <laughs> there were some. You know what it is? It's like when you look at a map and then you like zero hit on it. That's like Kevin's timeline on going back to jujitsu. There's like a little blip on 2019. You go, oh, that look, he was good. Oh, does, does that count? Everyone's uh, like, well, it doesn't now because rap pulled the lid off. You know, <laughs> listen, guys, you gotta make it make it a real thing here. G baby, who do you have? Well. Kevin, it's okay to be a hobbyist, but I'm going to go with Damian Maya. I feel like he had his number <laughs> against Kamaru Usman, and uh, I feel like he's going to dominate Bilal Muhammad in this fight. Can I point something out here, Kevin? Rude. There is a blue belt that was being rude. disrespectful <laughs> to a Kennedy's Center Honors <laughs> recipient of a purple belt here. Yes. Were you given that as a ceremonial thing, at a presidential thing? Yes. Pretty sure the Obama administration gave you your purple belt. <laughs> some some people are calling it the last great moment of his presidency, but I just call it earned. <laughs> you know why it's so funny to me? Because there's nothing better than like the last presidential award of freedom that Obama loopy. gave out. They get presidents in general towards the end. It's like, I'm going to pardon the governor I had a crush on. Fuck it. Prove I can't. Well, the last one, if memory serves me correct was given to Joe Biden or 
as Maya Rudolph says on SNL, Joe Biden. And when she <laughs> gave it to him, there was this moment of aw shucksness from one Joe Biden where he just goes, oh, come on, you didn't do that. <laughs> like, it's one of my favorite, like, go back and rewatch that because it definitely looks like you aren't going to do this to me here, Obama. Mm. No, is this cry. your way of saying don't. you do have Hillary Clinton polling for me later? <laughs> it will be revealed toward the end of the podcast. We will we will get on that and reveal those results live. Um, all right, G-Baby, you're going to continue us on right now. It is a heavyweight bout between Carlos Felipe and Jake Gollier. Go. I love the way you pronounce those names. D. Uh, I'm going to go with Carlos Felipe. Uh, uh, I think like losing is just not in his diet, bro. He's not going to eat it, bro. He's going to win it. Okay. Well, that's an interesting take. Kev is losing (laughs) in your diet. Tell us right now. Well, I hope like Philippe to soon weigh 264 pounds. I'm working on that. There's no quitting me. I am going to go with Collier though, who somehow comes in at 6'3", 264. So not much is in the diet here for either guy, <laughs> it would appear. And I feel pretty good about my Collier pick. Well, here's some good news, guys. I actually have to step out for a second. Kevin, do you mind holding down the show front? Because for the next pick, I was told that somebody wanted to make an appearance. I am so excited to put you on motherfucking mute. G-Baby... <laughs> Roll with the punches, but we have on the air the baddest motherfucker on the planet, the greatest Paul brother to have ever existed, and Stockton's own, I almost said Stompton, that's how many natural lights I've had, Nate Diaz is apparently fighting on the fights. Mr. Nate Diaz, who do we pick? G-Baby and I are both here trying to figure out what's going on. How are you? Yeah, what's up, you fucking bitches? Um, so, like, here's the thing, dog. Like, if you pick this Leon Edwards, you're a bitch. Because he's a bitch. And mm-hmm. if you don't pick me, that makes you a bitch by proxy. Like, do you understand that MMA math, dog? Bitch proxy? I think so. I don't that know. one's I called don't... bitch better have my money proxy. Like, that's what it is. Hey, listen. Um, So, like, who's this motherfucker on the guest right now? It's G-Baby. Yeah, hi. Yeah, G-Baby, all right, so, dog, like, talk to me, like, what the fuck is your shit all about? Well, I'm gonna pick uh, you, Nate Diaz, because, uh... Motherfucker, it's not your turn to fucking pick yet. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just asking, like, what the fuck's up? Like, fucking nerd. Hey, you, (laughs) Kevin, what the fuck's your shit? Who you picking? Me or that other guy? On this one? I mean, Leon's quite a bit younger, don't you think? (laughs) What are you trying to say? That... It's been years since you've entered the octagon, I think. I thought you were on the senior MMA PGA type situation. It's been years since I've seen Tupac. It doesn't mean I stopped believing in him, bitch. Fair. That is a good... That is... You've actually made the best argument I've heard for voting for you so far. And um, you heard about the High Rollers event our man fought in, right? Nate, what's your High Roller jujitsu advice to try and not get um, buggy choked? <laughs> I mean, dog, here's the thing. Like, buggy chokes are like, uh, like you just don't get in it, and then you won't get choked out by it. So it's like, don't. 
that's uh, not particularly helpful. Uh, I mean, dog, have you ever seen me getting like choked out by a buggy choke? Uh, not personally. G, G, maybe exactly. you exactly. Seen... I mean, look at it. Is there any fucking footage? Show me that footage, dog. Like, find it. See if you can get it because you can't. It doesn't exist. No, no, I, I've never seen it. <laughs> All right, G baby. Now I guess it's your fucking time. So tell me who the fuck it is. Is it me or is it fucking him? Who are you riding with, dog? It better it's be you, me, dog? fucking dog. It better be you. Ride Stop. or die with me. I know that you're like Carlos, like Carlos's condit, like boy. But like, fuck that shit. Like you're my dog now. Fuck him. <laughs> we're a friend. I fought him. I think. Or is that the other brother? Honestly, sometimes the we're the same person. But what I'm gonna tell you is, I would fuck him up. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. I like that Kevin's paying respect to us by calling us the original. Like Paul Brothers, but fuck that shit. We were the first gangsters in this shit, not these Disney fucking kids. <laughs> I'll be in there. You know what? I'm gonna do like slap jitsu shit, and I'm gonna get in there. I'm on my Mayweather, and you're gonna fight too, 100. You're not gonna see what Logan Paul made and be like, fuck this, dude. He's a bitch. You know what it is? I stole his fucking Charizard or whatever the fuck they call that Pokemon bullshit from backstage. You know, whenever they say like, oh, do you want an NFT? I'm like, how about see these nuts? <laughs> that was just a making sure you know because you can get odds not to show on a certain <laughs> on a certain website but you know what thank you ladies and gentlemen back by popular demand the bad boy himself the almost baddest motherfucker on the planet second nate diaz smoke weed every day <laughs> thanks uh one carlo he has a we've we put it in a rider to get him in a five minute interview a long time ago that he could just chime in and for some reason he made us quiet raf which was i'll tell you I one thing on. here, welcome back mr esparza we definitely have him on for longer than we did carlos condit so just remember <laughs> that. That, yeah. that so i don't know what you can do g baby but you tell that motherfucker he owes us Another return trip. You know why? Because that motherfucker got a heel hook. And I looked at him and I said, what the fuck is that? You don't do that shit. Now you're doing that shit? All right. You better come talk to us. I'm going to Steven Seagal that and said I taught him that. Even though I didn't. But I'm saying I taught him that. (laughs) You know what? It's good enough for us to work with. Because I will tell you, when he did that, like, duck under to get that that leg, I go, okay, Carlos Condit, I see you. I don't know that I would have gotten heel hooked by that. But you know what, though? I'm proud of you. (laughs) <laughs> for sure dude i was so hyped about it because i was like i didn't even know he had that <laughs> His either way good to know and we will try and arrange something for kevin in the future anyway here's what we're going to do we're going to move on to our next one that's a women flyweight about and it is between lauren murphy and joanne calderwood g baby you go first go uh off of lauren murphy's uh last performance in her last fight i think it was in khabib's card against justin gaethje <laughs> She did a really great job, and I think she's going to win this fight against Joan Calderwood. Interesting. Kevin, who do you have on this? This is tough mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I want to vote against someone who's so clearly inferior as Juan Carlos <laughs> has proven to be from a picking perspective. Sure. But he's got some points about the Murph, okay. and I got a lot of Irish here. I'm afraid I have to go with Miss Murphy. Otherwise, I catch a beating at the next Thanksgiving, and I'm not trying to throw hands with <laughs> Uncle Joe again. Motherfucker's Fine. big, and he's drunk. <laughs> well, here's some good news. We're going to go to a flyweight bout, 
It's your co-main event. So I'm putting 30 seconds on here for you, Kevin, to tell me in this rematch, who's going to win? Biggie Smalls or Brandon Moreno? Go. I had to look this fight up because they're so tiny. So I had to like try and get it enlarged. <laughs> so I can understand wow. who was fighting. And once I figured it out, I was like, oh, shit. So I'm going with uh, Figwa Weirdo, and I feel pretty strong about it because the ghost of Mighty Mouse is looming. And okay, it's a bald man's division. Fair enough. All right, we go to Brandon Moreno. Go. Well, what? That's not I'm the guest sorry. name. We go to. <laughs> <laughs> what are hey, you trying go- to say? <laughs> Hey, listen, you know what? I wish we had Brandon Moreno on here. I, he would have responded. He would have been like, that's my name. But instead, G-Baby over here, all insulted that I was trying to call him a true pound-for-pound pound nerd that can still fight for the title. But I guess that's not a good enough compliment. Somebody who questionably won that last fight, even though he was the underdog. You don't want to be called that? Perfectly fine. You're out of time. You know what? You lost your time. Did you hear that go off? That meant you lost your time. Abdicated your time. Wait a minute. I was I was gonna say, I was confused because I thought you forgot my name. But he no. is the baby assassin, and I am G Baby. Yes. So it's G Baby Assassin. We're a tag team that he doesn't know yet, and I'm gonna actually uh-huh. root for my boy Brandon Moreno because I think he has uh, Davidson Figueroa's number. Do you re- did you think that he won that last fight? Uh, I think he won the last three rounds, if I'm not mistaken. Who gives that a shit? That tag team name is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the name decides. And that's a situation where it does. Let's say you know that Kevin's way more interested in the sideshow than the actual fight where he goes, hold on, <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. Everything about the fight analysis is not important. Let's talk about this tag team name. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and because my girlfriend's Mexican, I feel like I'm Mexican, and I have to root for the Mexican now. Not so it works, but okay. Yeah, I mean it works, dude. I'm Mexican. I I took my uh, ancestry mm-hmm. uh, test, and I'm one percent Mexican. So orale, Brandon Moreno. Okay, all right, I see you over there. I'm just gonna <laughs> remind all the Puerto Ricans of the time that G Baby forsake his own Puerto Ricanness because. <laughs> Let's say this. Puerto Ricans are not a quiet bunch, so we will definitely hear something about that in the future. By the way, now, Mozvar Ivola versus Hakim Dawadu. G, baby, you go first. Uh, so I am going to pick Mozvar Ivolev for this fight. Um, I don't know. I Just be, by his record, I feel like he's going to beat him. But okay. uh, but then again, it's such a tough fight because he only has one loss. So, but I'm gonna go for the Russian-sounding last names. And got it, Kevin. He is deciding he will win because oh. better record. Kevin, what do you got for us? I okay. This is one I circled in the card, and I have <laughs> I have a reason. Okay. But first of all, they weigh 145 pounds, so they don't weigh anything. They're tiny, insignificant, like human beings. As like a general breeze, it's like, hey. How big are they versus how much can you rely on their records and their size to help you? And it's none at all. So gambling-wise, here's what I'm going with. This is a pure reach fight for me. So Dewadu is the larger, almost barely a human being at 145 pounds. How do you <laughs> weigh that? How do you eat and live? I'm so jealous. 
Evlov. <laughs> I don't see him pulling it out, especially, especially with his. You were clearly over your 15 seconds. What the fuck are you coming to? <laughs> Dewadu. I'm just going to go with Okay, Dewadu. thank you. <laughs> Dewadu does sound like one of the missing Star Wars names in the prequels. So being like, oh, you have not gone to see Dewadu? You must when, go see him. When you asked me first who would I pick, I was like, are you making these names up? Uh. Not gonna lie, on this show, I have made up some of the fight names. So <laughs> they're five seven and Especially five eight. Especially when we play it's over like, you, they're such tiny human beings. They're gonna I'm do it. Let's be very clear, Kev. G baby, what are you weighing right now? I'm like, I'm 142 pounds soaking wet. Wow. Okay, Kev. Now <laughs> here's the thing. Hold on, hold on. He has lost a lot of weight, Kevin. So he used to be a real person weight, but now he falls into our unfortunate category of if you're 155 and under, you're the same person to us. <laughs> oh, I was going to say in shape. So I'm glad you <laughs> qualified fair, the other way. Uh, Kevin and I, I had well a whole different thing planned. I was like, yeah, I get what you're we, saying. Those motherfuckers that work every out. doctor chart anybody <laughs> has ever shown us where they go, this is the weight you're supposed to be at. We go, mm-hmm, I hear what you're saying, but add 20 <laughs> more pounds of that, please. So we're going to go to our next one. Kevin, I'm going to let you lead this one because this is with legitimate friend of the show, Drew Dober, taking on Brad Rydell. Kevin, you go first. Yeah, well, first of all, it's not the first time I've had a qualm with Rydell. If you recall a certain play named Grease, I had some real issues with some of the institutional teaching and behavior that went on in that that school. Drew Dober is a true patriot. Of mm-hmm. the, not a, I'm not saying like this isn't an American type of nationalism thing. This is a patriot of a different group. Those that are beautiful. He is the figurehead for people that it's like, do you wish you could be more stunning as a human being and impress more people with just your jaw structure? Great news. Drew Dober is going to win this fight for all good looking people in the bubble and can't get hit in the bubble. Okay. Gee, baby. You know what? I kind of have to go the same way. I have to go with Drew Dober just because, one, my coach is from Nebraska. So he's from Nebraska. And he's currently training in Denver, where my girlfriend's from Denver. And he also has really nice quads. So I'm going to go with Drew Dober. That was a real who wants to be a millionaire answer there. And he's technically (laughs) training in Aurora, but who's the asshole now? Fair (laughs) enough. So, G-Baby, just to let you know, we're at a point now, there's still a few more fights down this card, but it is about this time that we tell the guest there's usually some kind of wager that is made between you and Kevin. Kevin, do you mind giving us some examples of wagers that have been made in the past? Kevin Bradley owes me a Who's the Better Kevin video. He knows he lost the cup. He lost it fair and square. So it's been a lot of little social media videos. I don't know if you saw Dan Martinez crunching <laughs> Natty Ices because he wasn't listening to me when I said I was drinking natural lights. And he was like, oh, gross. <laughs> and we watched him drink six, like 8% alcohol Natty Ices. 
Sun Beach. Stunning that he still has abs. That guy must train a lot. He uh that's some of the bets that have been going on lately. And I'm still thinking uh, those are the last three I just Oh uh, you know what fighter owes me? Joe Selecki owes me mm, what ABC show he wanted to be on. And I I did submit my Kai Kamaka. We talked about a White Claw endorsement. I submitted <laughs> mine. And Raph still has a video of me uh, making dick cookies. That's fair. We <laughs> should put that up. And, you know, I want to apologize to Kevin because... There have been some questionable times to post that, and we've been trying to find the right time to send it to friend of the show, one Anthony Burchak, but it's always seemed at a very bad time. So this summer, don't worry, the full Snyder cut of Kevin (laughs) eating the dick cookie will be released because the internet has clamored for it. They've started a petition, and we here at Verbal Tap will finally release the dick cut. That's so funny. All right, G-Baby, without saying what it is, if you have one in mind, do you have a wager in mind? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that was quick. So, good news. You followed the directions. You didn't say what it is. That's what's known as a tease. We're moving on to the next fight, (laughs) G-Baby, and you're telling us what it is because it's Ferris Zia? Sure. Versus Luigi Vanderini. Who do you got? Fifteen. Uh, Mamma mia, I'm going to pick Phadazim, though. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Well, you know, fuck it. I'll just pick Phadazim. I think he has more experience. He is a little bit younger. He is taller, and he has the reach advantage. Strange. Luigi is normally the taller of the two, but that's okay. That was insulting to all Luigis around the world. We are very sorry to all the people who are named Luigi, who listen to those other countries. Kevin, what do you have for us? I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. It's insulting to Luigi's. And that said, uh, Zium, sweep it. I'm making the choice because I also agree with everything G-Baby said, sadly. Mm. (laughs) Got dark. We have another friend of the show. We have... So many friends. There's a lot of people on this, on this show way, that we've you know, interviewed. There's 15 in the last, fucking yeah. fights on this one. There's a lot of fights and a lot of people we have talked to recently. I did notice <laughs> that. I was like going through it. It was like, well, I fucking can't pick against him. I can't fucking pick against him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's it, the good it news. It came Kevin. to my favorite one of them. That's for sure. You go next, to. and this is friend of the show, Chase Hooper. Do you vote for him, or do you vote for Steven Peterson, who probably? Will never come on this show. Go. Chase Hooper. Unequivocally. And it isn't. He's not even favored. Which pisses me off. I know. Because he has been murdering people. And he was so humble and quiet on this. And like, oh, sorry. You know, that's funny. You guys can make fun of me. And it's like, what did you do in your last eight (laughs) fights? Murdered someone. Cool. Uh, Chase Hooper for me. G-Baby. I have to go with the same with Chase Hooper. Uh, one, he has the reach advantage, and he's so tall for the weight class. And his jiu-jitsu, just doing an Imanari roll, I just got to say that, doing an Imanari roll in an MMA fight and finishing a heel hook, 
I was like, damn, never mind. I guess Imanari rolls and like Ram being is fighting. So I consider what I do is fighting. So Chase Hooper. I wouldn't say that further than this podcast. <laughs> this is a safe zone. You can say it here. But when you go around those nuts, have you been around people who call BJJ matches fights? And then when they all get that weird Lou Ferrigno Hulk look in their face, it's like it's not a fight. Matt, it's, it's a match. It's Still funny. calling it that. I, I went to Anaga in El Paso and I heel hooked this guy who was taking pictures like before the match. And I'm like, cool, you know, he's just celebrating. And then I heel hooked him and he got eliminated straight after. And then he posted all the pictures from that match except for the part that I heel hooked him and asked, do you want to be a jiu-jitsu fighter on his caption? And I was like, dude, no, stop. <laughs> I don't consider myself a fighter. <laughs> I, you know what, though, dude? I think what happened was he got really mad because you were one of Carlos Condit's boys, and he was like, nah, man, in the future, you don't know. Carlos Condit's going to really break bad for winning <laughs> via heel hook. I don't want to tell the people. We can't signpost that. Jake <laughs> Ellenberger can't know. Yeah, hey, true, true. G-Baby, you're going to continue on on this one. Who's going to win this light heavyweight bout between Paul Craig and Jamal Hill? I'm going to go with Paul Craig. Um... I feel that Paul Craig has every answer to the holes in Jamal Hill's game. Kevin. I always thought it was more like Jama Hill, like Jama, but you know what? Jamal picking him. Because you're picking Jama Hall. It's not close. It's not close to me. This is not a good this is gonna be a beating. I'm predi- I'm not gonna call my shot, but I think it's gonna be a can I parlay it with a first round knockout? <laughs> I feel like, Kevin, I'm going to tell you this right now. Normally, I'm up for your shits and giggles, but there's 15 fucking fights. There's no way I remember that when I fucking keep scrolling. Yeah, I'll just go with Jamal Hill. Thank you. You put a parlay on one of these fights, I'm going to be like, fights. You know they're planning. You know they're – I'm calling it early. They're planning for Diaz not to be here. They're like, that fight's not happening. Come on. I would like to point this out, too. Hey, we're trying something different this week. Normally, on the Verbal Tap Instagram for our giveaways – we do a poll. This time, we are going to ask that you guys, if you want to be put into it, and it's a free entry, you go to verbaltapcast.com. That page will go live probably on Friday after the weigh-ins. We're just going to try it like this. It's going to be the same thing. We're going to give you something cool. We always do. We always give out like a T-shirt or rash guards or some merch, if you would. But we're doing it different this time. So I am interested to see how that will will go. But I've already made the list, Kevin, of all the 15 fights and the performances of the night. It's all scroll up and scroll down. It's very fancy. But it's one of the few times that I go, please don't change it. I don't want to have to go redo it. Please don't. Just fucking everybody make it. Let's all make it together, guys. Come on. Anyway, I digress. You're such a trendsetter, Raph. I know. It's really (laughs) Women's bantamweight. It's a category. The fighters <laughs> are Panini Kinezad versus Alexis Davis. Kevin, you go first. I am taking Panini Kinezad back to my. You know what? I don't have a really good reason, mm. but 
uniform wise you don't have to like, we're, we're deep in. on the 14th <laughs> i honestly was like how long have we been playing this game it felt like it started years ago is like is this why you chose g baby you were like i, I want to deeply waste his time i want to take up all of it <laughs> true I, I i said you will have no night tonight all right g baby what do you got alexis davis or panini kinzad go I'm just going to pick the opposite of Kevin. Just going to do my micro adjustments and chuck this purple ball out with Alexis Davis with a two inch reach advantage. And uh, just because I want to choose the opposite of him in this one. That's fair. Life is sometimes chosen the opposite of Kevin as well. However, (laughs) we're going to go to this last one. It's a middleweight bout. I'm going to put on 30 seconds. G baby, you go first. It's Izzy Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. Who do you have and why? Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Izzy. Uh, he has a reach advantage. He has grown more of a fighter than Marvin Vittori in their, since their last fight. Uh, but yeah, that's it. And yeah, that's all I got. I think it's, it's going to be Izzy's fight. Kevin. Using the word micro-adjustments was the crashing reality that he's probably definitely better than me at jiu-jitsu right now. And... Uh, in addition to that, that's just me and G, baby. This isn't going to be a fun. Cl- this is, could be a very fun. I don't think it's going to be a close fight. I mean, Adesanya just went up in weight class. He's coming back down. He seems pissed off. And they're not promoing this fight at all. Yeah. And that's not a great sign. I, I like Vittori. I think he has a lot of promise. But he's going to get the shit beat out of him in this fight. <laughs> right? I think that's the common consensus. And you did mention something, which is nice. Yes, it was notable that, you know, Izzy did go up a weight class, but he didn't win. But he also famously didn't come with a ton of damage. So you got to wonder, okay, is that going to play a factor into a person that he's already beaten? Vittori's been trying to make the argument, oh, hey, I'm a better fighter than who I was a long time ago. And then you think to yourself, oh, right. But have you seen what Izzy's been doing lately? Did you become a different person? Did you take the Captain America serum? Like, what did you do that will solidify that win? So I, I bet it's on the UFC you. website, and it's cheaper than the Banff belt still. <laughs> <laughs> still at the low, low price of $850 before is. tax. They're like, oh, we would never charge more than 200 for that. Are you crazy? <laughs> we should denote here that that takes us through all of the fights, thankfully. Kevin, tell us. Or tiebreakers, we'll get the two performances of and the fight of the night. Yeah, performance of the night number one goes to Dober, and they don't even—they're not even quiet about it. They're like his runway work was fantastic. <laughs> they're like it's called a walkout. Calm your thirsty business. It's like, well, he got the award he got. Dober performance of the night numero uns. Mm-hmm. Number one goes to Adesanya. And the fight of the night goes to Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz. Solid picks. G-Baby, what do you got for us? Uh, performance of the night numero uno will go to Damian Maya. Uh, then I go for uh, performance of the night number two will go to uh, Israel Desanya. And then fight of the night will go to Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. You, you did that smoother than anyone else has ever done that. So it is true. He actually researched it out and probably just jotted like, down. Whipped a few off notes. three answers. It wasn't like 
<laughs> Submission of the night goes to it's like no, 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 I have to stab you. You're doing this from five years ago. It's not Submission of the night was awesome. We all loved it, but it is gone. <laughs> so you true. just whipped out the three. It's like those are the three they give. And the best part, Raph, as you probably were hmm. about to articulate, is they don't fucking give those three out regularly either. So just like no. yeah. two performances, fuck your fights. Five performances, who gives a blow? It's two fight of the nights, and you can suck your mind. It's so crazy. <laughs> Yeah, what makes it even better is is when people will ask us, they're like, um, okay, uh, performance of the night. Uh, uh, is Ronda Rousey on this card? No. Okay, okay. Um, who's on this card again? We just did that. Is Anderson Silva fighting? He is not. <laughs> well, he's fighting a different fight currently. Tito's fighting, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to. Surely we'll see him on a Bellator welterweight card. <laughs> for sure. For All sure. right. So, G Baby, you told us you had an idea for a wager. Please tell us what it is. All right, Kevin. If I win, you have to change your profile picture to my profile picture. And for a week, you have to put one did you know fact about me. Zero and vice versa. I'll be able to do that for a week. It's too much. Um, I need to tone it down. Uh-huh. I like where your head's at. Mm-hmm. How do we meet in the middle here for a more attainable goal for me? Four days. Oh, God. We're not even close. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, here's... I got something better. I got something okay, better. hit me. All right. So you're going to put your profile picture, my picture, for a whole day, and vice versa, right? Um, and then you're going to put uh, just all the links to my podcast and the things that I'm doing, and likewise, vice versa, if I lose. So here's what I'm thinking. Let's merge brands here. Let's do this verbal tap style. If you win, I will endorse the name The Shoot Podcast. If you lose i get to give my honest opinion about it to you so there's my counter if you win i'll give you like a glowing you've got to tune into the shoot love the name can't get enough of it and you'll get to like interact we'll do like a video thing real quick one minute or if you lose i get to roast the name to you perfect except raf we have an accord well, I'm glad that's how it ended up. I'm glad that we were able to do this. Listen, G-Baby, we have a little rule here on the show, which is we always invite the person who does the over-under, Kevin, to come back the next week and uh, talk the fights with us. Would you be interested in coming back on the show next week? Sounds perfect. Okay. Okay. Here's yeah. comma. I was about to say. Yeah. On air, I need you to do me a solid. Yeah. First, I've been long as one of your most friended name people. I've been like, that guy's got it. Juan Carlos is the name that you don't, it's just, it's gifted to you in a way that is like the world needs to see you. Will you do us a solid and also help Raph co-host the show next week? Yeah, of course. I'm going to be gone. So it's up to you to, in my absence, to crush me so it's not just a will you come back but it's like a um you know will you be raf what uh, i was gonna say the ed mcmahon did i get it right 
to your mm-hmm. car seat. I don't I don't think you're the Ed McMahon here because <laughs> this is like Ed McMahon if he got like a full open mic and they basically never cut him off at drinks and then they said I guess he's the co-host of the Here's Tonight Show. One Quaalude, go have some fun out there. And he comes in and just starts hosting the Tonight Show like it's Star Search. Hey, come on out here. <laughs> What's your name? Sparkles? No, my name's Sing the song. I invited oh, Bob Barker. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> just screams. We're gonna cut now to figure out who won the publisher clearinghouse sweepstakes for a million dollars. Ed McMahon, you have too many goddamn endorsement deals. What I would tell you is this, G Baby, you should know this up front. This is not an audition to replace Kevin. This is Kevin's on vacation. So this is not like you're coming in to fill Regis's shoes. You are not going to try and find your way in here. This is not a Kelly Ripa replacing whoever the other person was. Is it Ryan Seacrest? Don't know. Don't remember. <laughs> this is legitimately, we just have a weird scheduling thing, and we would have taken the week off, but there's one of these goddamn things, and Kevin needs to go away. So do you accept these terms? Sounds good. I'll be your Rosie O'Donnell and help you out for a week. I don't think you know what that means. You're gonna be. Like, I, he finally hit one I knew. You named like three shows. I was like, they did what? I was like, where's Regis? I have to Google it. Kids are very disrespectful to Regis Philbin, an institution in all of broadcast television. He has the most hours of hosting in all of morning television, maybe even television. Period. You Ooh, dicks. We struck a chord. <laughs> Of course, you talk about Regis, you start talking like him. You start literally getting into, Kevin, what are you talking about? This is Regis here. Regis. <laughs> anyway, kids, I know most of you don't know who he is. G-Baby, where can the people find you? You can find me at, at G underscore baby is not funny on Instagram. And then at G baby is not funny on Twitter and other social media accounts. And then you can just find me on Facebook as well. Uh, and then you can find The Shoot on YouTube. You can just search The Shoot Podcast. We're new. We're going on our ninth episode on YouTube this week, 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday on Standard Time. Catch us. We're going to have Caleb Ramirez, who's a pro MMA fighter who trains out of BMF Ranch. And, yeah, it'll be a good time. You can actually just chat with us while we're just talking shit. Sounds good. Can't wait to see another iteration of my show, but only hosted by you. G-Baby, we love you. <laughs> We're going to bring you back next week. Kevin, go get some rest or sleep or whatever it is you do. Thanks, man. I got to get <laughs> rested up. I got to get back to jiu-jitsu so I can road trip to New Mexico. Yes. Fight with the Please. killers of movies and others. I, there's <laughs> a lot going on here. Sicario 1. I know the guy that got murdered at the gate. We're going to have to talk. Yep. <laughs> That, uh, that's it for me, Raph. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...